0: There we go. John Curley, Sherry Elliger Show. You coming along with the ride? Much appreciated. <clears throat> you can write to us at mineearthwest.com, coming in the uh, text line, the Muckleshoe Casino Resort text line. 1 973
1: 5476.
0: Stop Got a letter from a listener, Sherry. Yeah? Curly, you seem to have a lot of time on your hands. You say that you'd like to research a whole bunch of stories. Would you mind looking into this one for me? Is there any truth to the stuff that I'm hearing that people are talking about at Thanksgiving about the FBI being involved in the January 6th riot storming of the Capitol? So I thought, okay, I'll look into it. So then Joe said, well, do I make a, why don't we make a whole segment out of it? And that, of course, means having some music. Because man in the tin foil hats. Oh, that's nice.
2: Sitting on the throne tonight. Okay. <laughs> it kind of feels like a cool That's setting you
0: up. <laughs> but it's gonna be some great I'm doing a public service. <laughs> All right. So the question is. Was the FBI involved in January 6th? Were they there? Did they have people stationed around? So what you want to look for always is a pattern of behavior. Does it happen? Have they done it before? Would they do it again? Is it something that the FBI is involved in? So I began my search with this TED talk that I found. This guy, this is, uh, what's his name? Aaron, uh, Aaron, oh no, Trevor Aronson. This is from eight years ago. And he was talking about the FBI and how they work so this is where is that Uh, oh here we go right up here okay okay so this is the beginning of it explaining the history and the theory how the FBI is involved in looking for domestic terrorists
3: the FBI is responsible for more terrorism plots in the United States than any other organization more than al-Qaeda more than al-Shabaab more than the Islamic State more than all of them combined after the 9-11 terrorist attacks The FBI became less concerned with gangsters and crooked elected officials. The new target became terrorists, and the pursuit of terrorists has consumed the FBI. Every year, the Bureau spends $3.3 billion on domestic counterterrorism activities. Compare that to just $2.6 billion combined for organized crime, financial fraud, public corruption and all other types of traditional criminal activity. I've spent years pouring through the case files of terrorism prosecutions in the United States and I've come to the conclusion that the FBI is much better at creating terrorists than it is at catching terrorists. In the 14 years since 9-11, you can count about six real terrorist attacks in the United States. These include the Boston Marathon bombings in 2013, as well as failed attacks, such as the time a man named Faisal Shahzad tried to deliver a, a car bomb to Times Square. In those same 14 years, the Bureau, however, has bragged about how it's foiled dozens of terrorism plots. In all, the FBI has arrested more than 175 people in aggressive, undercover counterterrorism stings. These operations, which are usually led by an informant, provide the means and opportunity, and sometimes even the idea, for mentally ill and economically desperate people to become what we now term terrorists.
0: So according to Trevor Aronson, a journalist, he said they have thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of people that can be hired by the FBI to help them with these plots. Here's one that he explains from Seattle.
3: After 9-11, the FBI was given an edict. Never again. Never another attack on American soil. FBI agents were told to find terrorists before they strike. To do this, agents recruited a network of more than 15,000 informants nationwide, all looking for anyone who might be dangerous. An informant can earn $100,000 or more for every terrorism case they bring to the FBI. That's right, the FBI is paying mostly criminals and conmen six figures to spy on communities in the United States, but mostly Muslim-American communities. These informants nab people like Abu Khalid Abdul Latif and Wali Mujahid. Both are mentally ill. Abdul Latif had a history of huffing gasoline and attempting suicide. Mujahid had schizoaffective disorder. He had trouble distinguishing between reality and fantasy. In 2012, the FBI arrested these two men for conspiring to attack a military recruiting station outside seattle with weapons provided of course by the fbi the huh. fbi's informant was robert childs a convicted rapist and child molester who was paid ninety thousand dollars for his work on the case
0: yeah and then this is probably one of the saddest ones of it uh, the, and this guy uh, trevor aronson is sort of most proud of how he found all of this Here's another example this is uh in the tampa area this is a Muslim guy being recruited by FBI agents.
3: The Intercept published my new story about a counterterrorism sting in Tampa involving Sammy Osmakash, a young man who was living near Tampa, Florida. Osmakash also had schizoaffective disorder. He too was broke, and he had no connections to international terrorist groups. Nonetheless, an FBI informant gave him a job, handed him money, introduced him to an undercover agent posing as a terrorist, and lured him in a plot to bomb an Irish bar. But here's what's interesting. The lead undercover agent would go back to the Tampa field office with his recording equipment on. Behind closed doors, FBI agents admitted that what they were doing was farcical. A federal judge doesn't want you to hear about these conversations. He sealed the transcripts and placed them under a protective order in an attempt to prevent someone like me from doing something like this. Behind closed doors, the lead agent, the squad supervisor, described their would-be terrorist as a retarded fool who didn't have a pot to piss in. They described his terrorist ambitions as wishy-washy, and a pipe dream scenario. But that didn't stop the FBI. They provided Sami Osmakosh everything he needed. They gave him a car bomb, they gave him an AK-47, they helped him make a so-called martyrdom video, and they even gave him money for a taxi cab so he could get to where they wanted him to go. As they were working the sting, the squad supervisor tells his agents he wanted a Hollywood ending. And he got a Hollywood ending. When Sami Osmakash attempted to deliver what he thought was a car bomb, he was arrested, convicted, and sentenced to 40 years in prison. Sammy Osmakosh isn't alone. He's one of more than 175 so called terrorists for whom the FBI has created Hollywood endings. US government officials call this the war on terror. It's really just theater, a national security theater, with mentally ill men like Sammy Osmakosh, unwitting actors in a carefully choreographed production brought to you by the FBI.
0: Okay. So there's a pattern. There's evidence. The FBI does this for political purposes, financial purposes to set people up. They've got the money. Go get it. They give the guy the gun. They give the guy the bomb and then they go ahead and then they arrest him. So then this brings us to an exchange between Clay Higgins, representing Clay Higgins from Louisiana, talking to Christopher Ray about whether or not there were FBI agents there at January 6th where they Was FBI prior involved through social media talking to the people that they knew were going to be going to January 6th? And were they present and what roles did they play?
1: Director Rick, last year, you might recall, sir, our exchange regarding the FBI's involvement on January 6th and prior. I'm happy to jog your memory to quote, according to the record, I ask you. Did you have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters positioned inside the Capitol on January 6th prior to the doors being opened? You responded, I quote, again, I have to be very careful of what I say, to which I said it should be a no. Can you not tell the American people, no, we did not have confidential human sources dressed as Trump supporters, positioned inside the Capitol on January 6th. A year has passed. We sit here again a year later. We, the people, still do not have a definitive answer from you or anyone else in the Biden administration regarding the FBI presence and participation in the months leading up to the November election and in the weeks and days prior to January 6th and on January 6th, here in D.C. We can't get a straight answer, although we have a tremendous amount of evidence harvested and reviewed over the course of the last year, which you will see. In September, Stephen D'Artano, formerly in charge of the FBI's field office in Washington, D.C., testified to the House Judiciary Committee that he was aware the FBI informants would attend the Stop the Steel rally thrown on January 6th. You confirmed that the FBI had confidential human sources at the Stop the Steel rally on January 6th here in D.C., sir? Congressman, as we've discussed before, I'm not going to get into where we have or have not used
0: confidential
1: human sources. but what? I-
0: okay, then I'll give you an example of where you did. This is more recently, so this is during the Black Lives Matter protest. They hired this guy. They paid him $20,000. His name is Mickey Weindecker, a a nutty loser of a guy. And they hire him. The FBI does. They give him $20,000. We're headed to Denver. UCE-7775. That's an FBI agent speaking on camera, getting the camera ready because they're going to hand it over to this guy, Mickey Weindecker, who is about to give this Black Lives Matter activist $1,500 to go buy a gun. In
4: Denver, Colorado.
3: Today is August 25th. Where FBI agents are investigating political activists following the murder of George Floyd. If we don't get no,
0: justice, don't get
3: no A mysterious man rolls into town. He's wearing military fatigues, he has a cigar dangling from his lips. The car he drives is unmistakable. A silver hearse. He was very convincing. But he did
0: explain, you know, he was for this BLM movement. And inside this hearse was like a lot of guns.
3: Was this the guy the movement needed to take things to the next level? At the end of the day, you come to me, I got something for you. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Or... Did he have a secret agenda? He was just waiting for me to set the date, the time, the meeting spot, and then for sure he was trying to get it to happen.
4: He's a bad guy. Bad guys attract bad guys.
0: He's a bad guy who got hired by the FBI, got paid by the FBI, and then they set up one of these activists. The guy that they set up had no criminal record. This guy, Mickey Weindecker, hands the guy $1,500 and says, go buy me a gun. The guy goes, buys him the gun, brings it back, hands it to Mickey. The The FBI moves in, and they catch him. They're going to charge him with 10 years. They said, unless you admit to this sort of stuff, then you're going to do three years probation, which he did. The guy had no record prior to it. So we have proof and evidence. We've known they've been doing this for a long time, that the FBI likes to get in the middle of these things, likes to stir stuff up. So they, we know they did it when it came to um, in... Michigan, the sort of fake uh, plot to kill the governor in Michigan. The FBI was behind that. They were behind infiltrating Black Lives Matter. They were also involved with just various cases of people that they find that have some mental disorders that are uh, Muslim Americans. They set those people up as well. So the question is, I just laying this out from the listener, said find some stuff that you can find on this and see whether or not they were involved in uh, January 6th. If they have a pattern of doing this sort of stuff, as we have been able to prove with the FBI's acknowledgement that they hire these people, we know they have the uh, money for it. They might have or might not have been involved in January 6th. Here's the in last part. With, uh,
1: testified to the House Judiciary Committee that he was aware the FBI informants would attend the Stop the Steal rally thrown on January 6th. You confirmed that the FBI had confidential human sources at the Stop the Steal rally on January 6th here in D.C., sir? Congressman, as we've discussed before, I'm not going to get into where we have or have not used confidential human sources. But what okay, I can we'll tell you... Okay, we'll move on. You asked for a definitive We'll move answer. on. It's my time. You said no, you're not going to answer. That's cool. We're watching. Mr. Chairman, may you're, I answer the question? The moment. The moment will come. This is my time. Earlier this year, an FBI informant, who is reported to have, quote, his quote, under oath, marched to the U.S. Capitol with fellow Proud Boys members on January 6th, close quote. He said he was communicating with his FBI handler while people were entering the U.S. Capitol. Can you confirm?
0: Okay. Can you confirm? And, of course, uh, Christopher Ray says no. All right. Questions, comments, or concerns? Yes. I'm just – okay. Go ahead. Yes. Lady, uh, right okay. down front.
2: So, uh So if the FBI is in the business of setting people up only to have them go into this plot that they have orchestrated and then arrest them and put them in prison – what what is their objective is it to make them look effective to make them look like they are doing something why would they go to all this trouble to be the architect of these terror plots uh for to what end though what 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 are they getting out of this they look b- good they look like they're they're doing their jobs what is it
0: well let's see so they get 3 billion dollars and they're going to be in there focusing on never having this happen again according to um trevor aronson so they you know they get a lot of news people see that oh look at this they caught another terrorist (laughs) they set them up they set them up they go get it and then they get the headlines and then they're able to keep keep their budget of three billion dollars as they set up more and more of these terrorist attacks these quote-unquote fake terrorist attacks We know that they did it. They've been doing this. They did it with the Black Panthers. They got involved. They sent a letter, and I've seen the evidence of the letter, that went to Martin Luther King saying, listen, we have all of this evidence of you involved with all these women, with orgies and everything else. We recommend you kill yourself. Suicide might be a way out. And then in 1974, the the Congress said, well, the FBI is not going to be involved in this stuff anymore. Of course they are. We know they were in Black Lives Matter. We know they set that guy up. We know they set the other ones up. So why weren't they also involved in January 6th? And what Clay Higgins is saying is that you had guys in there telling people what to wear, how to act. And you even had FBI agents dressed as Donald Trump supporters inside the Capitol. So when they came in, they were directing people, go over here and go over there. My point is, if the FBI can hand some horrible individual like this guy, Mickey uh, Weindecker, $1,500, hand it to the guy, so go buy me a gun. The guy guns a gun comes in, the FBI arrests the guy that bought the gun that was given the money by the FBI informant. What? It, why is that not entrapment? Could it have also happened on January 6th? I was just trying to put it all together. That's the best I could find. All right? Because the man in the
4: tinfoil
0: hat
4: is sitting on the phone. I
2: like that dance. <laughs>
4: oh, the escalator.
2: Wow. That takes some leg muscles.
0: <laughs>
1: In the tin foil hat. All right. Oh,
0: we all learned something?
2: Very interesting stuff and compelling. All right.
0: That's just a from what's the guy's name? A. He just signs it, A. Oh.
4: Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> no, look at that guy.
2: If A, if a said it, oh. it's got to be true. true.
0: At some oh, point, no. we you have to What do you mean look into it?
4: At some point, we have huh. to do a Q&A session because so many people have questions.
0: All right, fine. We'll do that. Why don't we do that next? Okay. We'll do Nate, and we'll come back. All right? All next right? The Are you okay with that? Is that Sorry with yep. that okay? All right. Have a <laughs> Thank you, Sherry, I will. I'm gonna do that, but oh my goodness, I gotta take my car over to Bucky's Bucky's Auto Service Centers. Why? Well they got sixteen locations. How long have they been around? Oh, like fifty three years. Oh good. I'll take my car over to Bucky's Bucky's Auto Service Centers. There you are. Alright, I uh, just we if you're just joining us, I did a sort of follow up a uh, guy wrote to me, he said. You seem to have a lot of time. You always say that you do a lot of investigation and researching on stories. Could I don't want to put you on a wild goose chase? But could you do me a favor and look into something that people were talking about at Thanksgiving? That the FBI was directly involved in the January 6th riot there into the Capitol. That according to Clay Higgins, a congressman from Louisiana, that they were in the Capitol earlier. They were addressed as Trump supporters. They helped agitate. They got people all riled up. They told them to go up there. Um, so I laid out before this 4:30 our evidence of prior um, involvement of the FBI in other activities like the Black Lives Matter movement and how the FBI is involved in setting up uh, Muslim Americans to take the fall for just nonsense, conspiracy, or uh, terrorist attacks. And I just laid it all out there. And then even then, Joe added this song. Wearing a tin hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's the something about wearing a tin hat? Oh, now we're going to a great pig. <laughs> no, that's no a lyrics. lot of smooth jazz there. <laughs> Sorry about any that. Tin right. foil hat. So what is, what is the question? What? What? Okay. Did anybody write in, or you you have your own questions for this?
4: No, these are these are these are folks that have texted it, and there's. Oh, right. I'm going to group a lot of them into one general text, which is basically. What was the point? So if they if the FBI was was, you know, if they had infiltrated the Jan six, you know, the 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 Trump supporters, what was like what was their end game in that particular instance? Is it to Mm -hmm. make Trump like to paint to to bring charges against him eventually to prevent him from being president again? Like what was their goal?
0: Okay, so if we let's look at prior examples of what we know that they did. So Gretchen Whitman, the governor of Michigan, they got like four or five guys and they came to them and they said, hey, listen, we should go kill the governor. Let's kidnap the governor. They were the FBI got these knuckleheads together with this idea of go get them. And by the way, when they went to trial, all I think all four or five were found not guilty of it. And the FBI wasn't charged with entrapment. So we know that they like to get into these domestic groups. We know that they like to stir things up. And they would also like to be able to get arrests out of the whole thing. Here's one of the theories. The reason the FBI was directly involved in the January 6th is they were following these guys on social. We know this, that they were following them. These were the same people that were having problems with the lockdown, didn't believe the COVID. They were monitoring all these social uh Websites and these sort of back and forth uh, uh, postings that were taking place. So the 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 evidence that uh, Clay Higgins says that he has, and a few whistleblowers have come forward, that they were corresponding with the people that were going to be going to January 6th and say, "Listen, here's what you should wear. This is what you should do." And they also, prior to Trump finishing his speech, there were Trump. People dressed as Trump supporters, maybe they were Trump supporters, maybe the FBI people, tearing down the no trespassing, moving the gates out of the way. And some people are saying that they were already inside the Capitol because when you get into that Capitol, I've been in there a bunch of times, there's no signs anywhere. There's guys that will tell you this way or that way, but there's no signs in anybody's office. You can't find Nancy Pelosi's office. You can't find anybody's office because they don't have a lot of signs up. It's a real maze in there. So the thing is, why if, okay, so if you give me the fact that the FBI likes to do these sort of things where they infiltrate these groups, whether it's Black Lives Matter or whether it's others that have been demonstrated, why would they do it on January 6th? Well, they would like to be involved and like to catch people. They would like to be able to say, look at this. We stop domestic terrorists. We stop this. Continue to give us $3 billion because we're really way ahead of it. We're catching people before they do anything bad. And we want to be in there at the Capitol. The... This is a little bit of a stretch. They would want to do this in order to be able to destroy Donald Trump so he would never be able to run again and charge him with insurrection, say that he was responsible for the Capitol riots because of Donald Trump, because of the things that he said. He got his people to do that. In effect, he was trying to overthrow the government in a direct attack against democracy, the worst attack since the Civil War or whatever other nonsense that Biden or Nancy Pelosi has said. So this is a way to sort of put the final uh, nail in the coffin of donald trump is to be able to charge him with insurrection well how do you do that you incite some of his followers to come in and do stuff, go into offices, do this and do that. So they were sort of stirring things up. If we know that the FBI, as proven, stirs things up, buys guns, hands guns to people and says, hey, here's a gun, here's a bomb, now go blow this place up. And as you get out of the car, they go arrest you. Why would you not extend that same sort of behavior to something like this at the Capitol on January 6th?
2: But if they wanted to, they could have been heroic. The FBI agents, I, I understand why they would be monitoring right wing, far, far right wing groups that were involved in things and, and that were suspicious. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't they then in the Capitol building just identify themselves and start to take people down? Because then they would look really good.
0: No, if they were already they there
2: and they were yeah, already know, there.
0: But... Right. Because you'd much because what are you going to do? You're going to pull out the gun and start like, you know, telling people to put their hands up. There's too many of them. Besides, they would rather do it in court. They would rather be able to parade these people through court and give them 10, 15, 20 years of, and charge them with a variety of things. You get more points for that than FBI agents suddenly breaking out a badge going, FBI, everybody stop, you know. That doesn't work as well as having these guys all go to trial. And if ultimately what you're really trying to do is destroy Donald Trump, you use the FBI as we used the FBI in 2016. Kevin Kleinsmith, congratulations, Kevin, great FBI agent. Way to doctor the information before giving it to the FISA court. So, the- We know they did it with Martin Luther King. We knew knew the FBI was in with uh, Malcolm X and the destruction of Malcolm X. Why wouldn't the FBI also be doing the same sort of thing? It's all part of it, but if you look at the media, oh, there's no truth to any of that stuff. Sure they're going to say that. So... That's what I'm just sort of putting out
4: there. I'm going I'm okay, to cool. paraphrase one last question. It's a long right. one. But the, the, basically the question says if their plan was to have this big insurrection in this capital riot, then their entire plan hinged on Trump not coming out and saying, uh, hey, stand down. Don't do this. I'm not you're not you're not helping me. And so how would they know he wasn't going to do that?
0: You're, oh would, no! That the Trump took two hours to tell everybody to stop.
4: Right, like they like. There's a pretty good chance he might have said right away, "Hey, wait a minute, this is this is too much. Stand down." So if they right. if he had done that, that would have ruined their whole plan, right?
0: That would have, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
4: <laughs> so would they? Would that seems like a bad plan if Joe you're depending Mama. on Trump to say something specific? You know. Hmm. Yeah. Joe Mama.
0: Cool. <laughs> it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop them from having those guys in there. Yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, and yeah. why won't Christopher Ray answer the question? Did you have anybody? How many did you have? We're not allowed to say. Well, just say you didn't have anybody. He can't say he didn't have anybody because they had guys there. And a lot they of you, a really lot guy.
4: of people say, "Oh, it, that's the FBI infiltrating groups, hate groups, far right groups, fringy groups, far left groups as part of their job." So that that makes sense.
0: Uh uh-huh. And and handing handing a felon fifteen hundred dollars cash, telling the t- and then the felon telling the uh, Black Lives Matter activist go buy the gun. He buys the gun, gives it to the guy, and then at that point the FBI comes in and gets him. Why? What's the purpose? What's the purpose? So that you can hang another? Look at this. We got another guy. We're the FBI. We caught somebody. This was a domestic terrorist. This guy's part of Black Lives Matter. We know that they do it. Why wouldn't they do it to the January six people?
4: That's all. It's all very interesting. I, 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 I just, got my I got my hat on.
0: Me too. Bop too. I've opened a whole can of worms,
1: shall Oh my
0: god. we
4: sitting on the phone tonight.
0: Oh, yeah yeah like yeah. okay here's another one so you supposed to look into this one Joe <laughs> oh, golly um Joe mama mm-hmm. have you talked about the portal in Florida mall there's reels all over it what is that the portal in Florida mall
4: never heard of it Google I don't know
0: but
1: it's gonna be great tremendous Oh, is this the one? I
4: no, think yeah. in Miami uh, over the weekend there was the—they're calling it the largest police response ever—and there was you know hundreds and hundreds of police cars descended on a, a mall in Miami, and they said it was because of a fight, like some teenagers uh-huh. fighting. Yeah, but yeah. that would not justify the, the 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 number of police. It was the video of the cops is insane. And then other people are saying there was like eight foot tall aliens in the in the uh, mall, <laughs> and they don't want us to know that, and that's why they're calling it a fight.
2: Right? It's it's open, it opened a portal into another dimension. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, good oh my god! Wow first time caller line west of the Mississippi go ahead now you're on the line <laughs> speaking to our guest with an English accent who's written a book that no one will read that has been talking for 45 minutes and I haven't heard a word he said I'm George Norrie, and today your aura what does it say about you and how long will you live we'll find out plus talk to Dr. Dr. Alan Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a palmologist.
1: On
4: the
0: <laughs> I was driving back the other day, and i listened to George Norrie, and they had a, a pomicist, the guy that reads palms. I'm like, okay, fine. It's like 11 o'clock, and I'm driving back. And the guy's like, so, uh, doctor, are you going to be able to stay in the line with us? Uh, yeah, I can do that. Great. Okay, so we're going to ask you to call in. All you need to do is say the day that you were born, just the day, Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, and that's all you have to say, and then ask your question, and then Dr. Alan Perkins will uh, be able to answer the question based upon your palm and the, the lines in your palm. I was like, oh, come on. But sure enough, I kept listening all the way through the break.
2: Well, how could he see your palm? I mean, what's your birth date have to do with the the shape or the whatever of your palm? Because oh, man oh. oh. He's, just that, he's just that talented. I don't
0: know. I don't know.
1: Okay. First time caller line, go ahead now. All right. We'll have to look into the portal.